it can be really easy when we're contemplating a change to revert back to keeping things comfortable because change can be challenging, even scary. If you've had one of those moments where you talked yourself out of something because there were just too many unknowns, this episode is for you. You're going to hear how being let go from a job actually led Julie to let go of a whole bunch of fears. And you're going to love what happened because of that. Hey, I'm Amy Barge, your personal growth environment specialist. And my passion is to help you go from living by default, doing without thinking, to living by design, by growing on purpose. Now, if you're wondering, okay, what does that look like really? I'm here to be your tour guide because as someone who has survived the three big D's, death of my parents, a painful divorce, and being downsized from two different jobs, I've discovered some insanely practical tips that have helped to keep the gremlin of fear and doubt from taking up rental space on my mental couch. I don't know the exact words your gremlin may be telling you, but I do know this. You're smarter than you think and you're more resilient than you know. And you're absolutely in the right place if you're ready to give your mindset muscles a workout and get growing. Welcome to the Growing with Amy podcast. Julie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Amy. I'm thrilled to be here. I'm thrilled to have you here. And I just want to start by letting everybody know you are a woman who takes action. And part of the reason I say that is because you took an action several years ago when you just walked up to me at an event where I was the MC and you introduced yourself. And I still remember that. And as I look back now, I'm realizing, oh, that was the first of many actions that I've watched you take over these last few years. So I'm really looking forward to letting everybody hear kind of what your action taking has led you to. So uh, before I have you jump into all of that, just tell everybody a little bit about who you are. Well, my name is Julie Blanc, and I currently live in Indianapolis. Indiana, and I work for the Lilly Endowment, and we are a not-for-profit um, that um, it's awards grants to uh, various organizations in uh, education, community development, and religion. And um, I recall, funny that you mentioned that, because I recall that. Would you like me to tell that story of how we met? Yeah, I'll go right ahead. <laughs> okay. I believe it was October of 2019. And um, I had gone with a group of uh, friends that I knew to a Live to Lead event that was, um, it's a John Maxwell event. And I love John Maxwell. And so I'm like, oh, I really would like to go. I need to get motivated, need to do all these things. So anyway, you appeared on the stage and you set the tone and let everything led one to another. And I was so inspired by you. And like, I am going up to her after all of this and asking her how I can be a part of this world. She is just so amazing. So as you know, the rest is history. I went right up to you and said, hey. 
You did. And we had coffee. And I mean, I think it was pretty soon after that you ended up uh, joining the Maxwell Leadership. Yes, I did. As a matter of fact, I went through some old emails today and it was November when I signed up for that. And then I was scheduled to go to the IMC March of 2020. And well, we all know what happened oh, in that time right. frame. Right. <laughs> Everything shut down. That's right. We didn't even have that event live that year. Right. So we did have um, a virtual event in August of 20. And that is when I became a certified life coach. Fantastic. So we'll, uh, we'll touch on that more in a minute. But I do want to go back to just having you tell a little bit about you know, where did you get started in this uh, personal growth journey? I always like to hear how people kind of got interested in that, you know, in the beginning. Sometimes people, it happened when they were little kids and sometimes it didn't happen, you know, till just recently. So what was that for you? Okay. Um, I had always been interested in that. I went to a lot of um, motivational speaker things. Um just uh, got on a lot of calls and stuff, but it was one of those things where, oh, that's great. Where's that? What's another event or a book I can read? But uh, I was lacking a little action there. But anyway, um, uh, in I believe it was August of 21, I had been with uh, a previous company for 20 years, and I was told that my age and years of service were just not um, <laughs> good. And so I was let go that afternoon. And as I recall, the very next morning, I received a phone call from you. And I didn't know that all this had just happened. No, you knew nothing. Because as a matter of fact, we hadn't talked in a little bit. And you were just kind of reaching out just to see how I was. And I recall I was at the park getting ready to walk, and I answered the phone because I saw it was you, and I remember telling you, I cannot believe this. You're not going to believe what just happened to me yesterday, and you're calling me this morning. Yes. And then that afternoon, should I share what I did last uh, that very afternoon? After oh, all absolutely. The <laughs> after absolutely. <laughs> After all that happened the day before, and then Amy calls me in the morning that afternoon, I had been scheduled for months to go skydiving. So that afternoon, I jumped out of that airplane, and I had nothing to lose. I had everything to prove after what I had been through, and it was amazing. Wow. Okay, you cannot... Uh, miss the timing on this, that you had had it scheduled for months, had no idea that you were going to be let go from your job the day before. Yeah. And um, yeah, what, what made you decide, okay, I'm not going to cancel because I can imagine people saying, I'm too upset, I'm too depressed. They would have just said, no, I'm not going to do it. But you didn't. Why did you decide, no, I'm going to go for it? Oh, uh, uh, no, I was not going to cancel that. I was not going to be defeated. I was not going to let what happened to me get in the way of something. It, it just, I just knew somehow, no matter how scared I thought I might be, 
Um, I was not going to let fear stand in my way. I had too much to prove to myself. If I could do that, I could do anything. And that is the exact feeling I got when I jumped out of that plane and got, you know, to my feet and all. It was so exhilarating. And I wanted to take on more right in that moment. <laughs> okay, that is incredible. And I will just say right now, I cannot even imagine doing that. But what, like, what was that like? Just that free fall from that oh, plane? I, I loved it. I just, the free fall was the best part. Well, when they um, hit the handle to, for the chute to go up, it was like, oh, it's over. But I'm going to enjoy this moment. I'm going to look around me and see what is out there. Uh, you know, I may never get this opportunity again. I've got to really make the best of it. And and I did. It was just, oh my gosh, it was amazing. That is incredible. And I'm just sitting here thinking you are probably in the very small minority of people who can say, uh, yes, I jumped out of an airplane one time. So, <laughs> And what was funny is that morning when I woke up, I put on a t-shirt that said, today will be amazing. Not having any idea that you would be calling or um, I did know I was going to jump out of the plane. Of course, that was why. But it really was an amazing day. I love that so much. So I want to put in a little plug here for our Women Growing on Purpose community, because I know that part of that call ended up being, you know, your, uh, stepping into this community that we have for women. And we talk a lot in our community about how growth is a process and you have to go through these phases. And so I just wanted you to have a chance to share as somebody who's been in this now for a couple of years, what's it been like? Where's there been a time that you can look at your own life and say, okay, I had to go through this process, through these phases of, you know, being completely unaware to, ah, this is hard to, okay, I've got this. Tell us about when that's happened for you. Oh, Amy, I absolutely love that group. Um, I am so blessed to be a part of that. Um, this group has given me the courage and the strength to do so many things and facing my fears, having confidence in myself, um, learning self-care, um, you know, it's so real. It's just so real. And we share the realness that we all have. And um, I had been contemplating um, a very serious stepping stone in my life, a change in my life where I knew that I needed to go. I had done everything that I possibly could have done. Did did the counseling, did everything, but um, unfortunately, the other person did not want to. Um, and I know that I had grown so much and um, had dreams in my heart that I know that God placed there. And with the help of this group, um, I didn't even tell the group what I was doing, if you recall. And it was after it was all said and done a year ago that I announced that I had gone on my own and moved to Indianapolis and living on my own and working down here and all the things right. And um, I would not have 
been able to do that without the love and support of this group, even though they didn't know that, you know, I was even doing this. It was just that, that powerful. This group is that powerful. Well, and that says so much about the power of community when you have something like that in your life and you know that they're on their own journeys too of growth. I think, and we've talked about this too, that it's one thing to share what you're doing, you know, with just the random person. But if you are sharing things with other people who are also on their own growth journey and they know what it's like to be in the messy middle, as we like to call it, um, yeah, they just can come along and support you in ways that not everybody knows how to do. So I love it that that you have felt that from our community. And and you're right. It's a, just an incredible, incredible group of women. All right. So tell me about a time when paying attention to that part of you that you knew needed to be growing was challenging for you. What what was that and, and why was it challenging? Oh, my goodness. Um, it was very challenging because it had been many, many years uh, 41 to be exact that I had been with him. Um, you know, that, that's a very long time. And, um, I just felt so guilty. I just felt like, um, maybe I should write it out. It was told after everything happened, not during that moment, cause I really wasn't telling anyone, but later on, um, there were the comments like, well, you put up with it for that long. Why, did, why didn't you just stay? That's ridiculous. No, no, it's not ridiculous because I had grown and um, some stay stagnant and don't want to grow and just go through the motions. I truly believe when you're stagnant, that's all you're doing is just going through the motions. And I... I had to keep growing. That's what I want to do. Each day is a gift. And, you know, each day something new happens, right? And um, I just try to embrace that. It's not easy. Not every day. It's a cakewalk. Um, like I said, it um, it's real. And, um, you know, you deal with the ups and downs. And um, it was, it's been a very, very eye-opening experience for me going through this, um, friends that you thought were friends, just, I, I don't know if it's that. I, I just think that, um, in some instances, perhaps they wish maybe they had the courage to, I'd like to think of it being that way. Um, maybe a little envious of the growth that's there. Um, uh, not being able to face their fears, but watching me face mine, just all those things. Yeah. And I think, I think everything you said right there is so true that when, when you start to grow and you are showing up in a different way, it can make people around you uncomfortable because exactly what you just said, they wish they could do it and they don't know how, or they're too afraid. And so it can it's as ironic as it sounds, when you start to grow, you can honestly distance yourself from people who aren't growing. And not to say, it's not like trying to say, oh, I'm better than you. It's just this gap happens. 
And when you've, you know, when you've gotten to the top of the mountain and you see how much farther there is to go and to grow, you, you really can't go backwards. You can't, you cannot, you don't want to go down. You want to keep climbing. You just do. You want to see how much more beautiful it keeps getting as you go. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So when you think about, um, if you were going to describe a growth environment for somebody, we've talked about this in our community a lot about things that you need in order to feel like you're in a growth environment. What are some of those things for you that when those things are in place, you feel like, okay, yes, this is a growth environment for me. Okay. Uh, you need your, your people, you need a tribe, you need to surround yourself with positive people that see the glasses half full and not half empty, um, that share their dreams um, and try to act upon them. And you know what? You don't have to do your dream in any exact time frame. It starts with tiny baby steps. Just one little step. Um, you know, just for me, um, I had had these dreams in my heart but until I just, um, like one of the steps I, um, did was when I was downsized, I decided that I wanted to work in Indianapolis. I was not going to settle for working in the area that I was because I knew I might be working myself towards a new situation, a new life, a new, so I just started, you know, working in that direction. And I took my time. Um, you know, I was blessed with a great severance and that helped, of course. But even th still, I, I'm older now and I didn't want to just settle for anything that came my way. I wanted it to be something that, you know, would be um, enjoying and challenging and something I would grow in and that sort of thing. So when I was hired on at the endowment, which was just really six months after all that happened to me, so I was truly blessed. Um, I was, um, you know, that was my first step. That was my first step. I'm like, okay, I'm working in Indianapolis now. So now and I I want to, I want to just stop you right there and say, yes, you said initially that that was a little step, but that was also a really big step in that you left a community where you had been and it would have been way easier to say, well, I'll just stay right here and I'll find something, you know, that's safe and comfortable. And yet you stretched yourself. Uh, you got out of that comfort zone and then you ended up, interestingly enough and beautifully enough, in Indianapolis, which is where you said you wanted to go. So I just want people to hear that, yes, it was a little step, and yet it was also a very big step at the same time. So yay you for for doing that. That's amazing. Thank you. Um, I can continue on with yes, what please, happened after that. Please do. <laughs> um, my son had um, been wanting to kind of make a move and change his, you know, watching me grow, I think, made him more excited uh, about his dreams and goals and that kind of thing. Well, when I got the job at the endowment, I believe it was a month, yeah, it was a month later, he was promoted 
to a position, to a much higher position, to Nashville, Tennessee. And he had been wanting to go to Nashville for months, and almost really a year, he'd been wanting to go there. And so it all, um, that worked out for him. But he had a home in Indianapolis that he was going to need to put up for sale. And I'm like, you know what? I think maybe I can just help him. Why don't I just purchase the home? So I put my big girl pants on and purchased his home, which helped helped us both, right? Because right. I had made the decision that no matter what, I was going to make the move either to an apartment or something, something in by the fall. And when that happened, it was May. And he finally got down there in July. So by July, I was, you know, ready to move in to the place in Indianapolis. So it was a whirlwind, to say the least. (laughs) Oh, my. Yes. And again, what a beautiful example of the timing. Like, you couldn't have planned that, but it all just fell into place. And and I believe some of that happened because you were taking the steps to continue growing yourself. And he was too, because he was looking to see, you know, what's my next move and yeah. ended up having the, getting the promotion. Oh my gosh. I love that. That's so awesome. So awesome. So tell me what's, um, I don't know, a book or an event or an experience that you feel like has really been instrumental in your personal growth? Oh, gosh. Um, Definitely. The Women Growing on Purpose definitely has been uh, tremendous and such a blessing in my life. And um, of course, you. (laughs) I have to give you the credit. I do. You you know I love you. So uh, anyway, um, anything John Maxwell, oh my gosh, he just is amazing. And um, I find it, that's another fascinating thing that um, I, I say that I put him aside for a little bit, but not really. And, you know, I'm, we're always following him, right, in ways, but I kind of put off that life coaching thing and uh, getting super involved. And it might be because I've been busy growing in other areas now that I think right. about it. I shouldn't be so hard on myself, right? But um, there have been things thrown at me and he's appeared back into my life again. I was at a conference um, in June in Nashville and there he was. And then I found myself signing up for the uh, growth day that he has before the IMC in August, and it just spoke to me. And then I found myself, Amy, signing up to go to IMC in March of 2024. Yay! <laughs> oh, wow. So isn't that crazy that, that you initially had the thought four years ago, and then it didn't work out to go live and in person, and yet you've continued on this journey of growth, and now you will be there in March at the live event, which will be amazing. Can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I say to people all the time that you really can't fully describe it. You have to be in the room. So very soon you will be in the room. Yeah, I am. I cannot wait. So if you were talking to somebody who said, okay, personal growth, yeah, it sounds good, but I just don't even know where to start. 
What would you say to them to encourage them that this personal growth thing is for real and you ought to do it? Yeah, I would say, you know, just start small. Don't be afraid. I mean, we're all afraid of things, right? But you you have to face your fears. And when you do face them, the incredible feeling when you accomplish things one by one, even when they're baby steps, um, just, and then you find yourself craving for more. You want to walk farther and longer and you don't want to stop. Um, and if you could just give yourself, and, and this is a big thing too, give yourself grace. Like I said, not every day is a, it's going to be the best day. You, you do have to find something grateful. You're grateful for in each day you woke up. Woohoo. There we go. Right. There's a, there you go. Um, but, oh gosh, I just, I en- want to encourage that so much because you don't want to stay where you are. I mean, you, you, it, it's good to, it's okay to be content, but oh, just think of what more is out there. There is so much out there. And if you don't give yourself a chance and try, you'll never know. And you could miss out on some amazing opportunities. Just amazing. Well, and I think you have you have definitely lived that out because you had plenty of times where you could have said, no, I, this is too scary. This is too big. I, I can't do this. And yet you didn't. You said, nope, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to do it afraid. And that has led you to where you are, which is pretty, pretty phenomenal. Yeah, I, you know, I can remember even feeling it welling up inside of me like, oh, I, oh, just like I was pushing really hard to do I, do I in the moment? And I just kept pushing. I kept going and, and then it eventually was like, oh, oh, okay okay (laughs) i made it yeah i love it so where do you feel like you're headed next in your personal growth oh wow okay so there's so many things that i still want to do there's so much out there so much um i like i said signed up for imc in march And I have written down that I truly believe deep in my heart that when I attend this IMC, there's going to be a breakthrough in my life. I don't know why. I just have this feeling that there's a breakthrough coming. Uh, You know, I, I don't know how to describe it, but things have just been kind of, happening some good some not so good that um makes me feel like there are really some huge things ahead and i am really excited thinking about you know where where am i going to end up because i love people um i love helping people um and you know i'm even thinking it could be something as small as perhaps starting um, a small group at church, or we call them circles, Um, maybe leading one of those, leading women um, that 
have possibly gone through the same scenario I have, or maybe even helping women face their fears or um, just there's all kinds of possibilities out there. I'm going to have to think about that. Well, there are. And I so want to encourage you and affirm you in that when you start taking steps toward what you believe is like the next right thing, things start coming to you. So the fact that you've signed up to go to this big conference in March and you know, like I said, when you're in the room, you have no idea who you may meet and what might result because of that. So I love it that you are still continuing to take those action steps. It's it's so huge. So many times people talk about things, oh, maybe one day or all, oh, I need to think about this or I need to wait. And yes, we need to think, but boy, we also need to act. So you've already proven that you are a woman of action and it's going to be really fun to see what happens after you take that next big step in March. So yay. So before we wrap up here today, um, I know sometimes I ask people questions and then there was something just on their heart to say that I didn't ask them. I want to give you an opportunity to do that. So anything that's you want to leave our, our listeners with that I haven't asked you yet? I... I just want to encourage everyone out there that might be listening to take that step. Please just don't keep saying, oh, maybe another day or, oh, I'm not worthy or, oh, it's not going to happen to me. Please, please don't do that to yourself. Find find someone that will support you. Um, you can always reach out to me. Amy and I will support you. <laughs> there you go. Um, you know, or pray about it. Um, you know, did a lot of that too. Um, and dream, these dreams just didn't happen. Um, you know, two days before I made the decision to do this, these dreams were a very, very long time. And I just never acted on it because I never thought that I could. I'm just like, Oh, I'm, I'm stuck here, so I guess I'll just wait to see what happens. Guess what? Um, it's not going to happen because you don't, you can't wait. You are responsible for yourself. You have choices that you need to make, and until you decide, hey, I, I guess I'm the one that has to take action on this for something to happen. Yep, yeah, you do. And wow, you know it. It's incredible. It is. And I think that idea of personal responsibility is something that it can be really easy to push off on others as an excuse for why we're not growing or changing or moving or keeping things. Oh, I just have to keep the peace, whatever it might be. Uh, but it's it's taking the action that that is what will start to move move things forward. And something that we've talked about often on here is it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be as huge as jumping out of a plane, although I do admire that you did that. <laughs> but you. I wouldn't want I wouldn't want someone to think that, oh well, I I couldn't take an action that big. Because honestly, most of the time it's the small steps that we take that lead to the momentum that eventually lead us to the bigger places. And I love what you said about the dreams that you had had, you had had for a while and they had just been sort of, you know, 
they're they're in there, but you hadn't really acted on them yet. And so that can be the case a lot of times where it's been ruminating for a while. And then finally you have to say, okay, this is the day that I'm going to take the action. Julie, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being a woman of action and a woman that is dedicated to growth. It is my honor um, to have you in our community and to call you friend. So thank you, friend. Oh, thank you, Amy. It is such an honor to be here. And thank you for letting me share my story. As I listened to Julie share, I was so struck by the timing and her responses to it. I mean, she had set up well in advance jumping out of that plane. But the timing of when it actually happened the day after losing her job, and then the timing of my phone call, and the timing of her getting a new job, and the timing of her son's promotion that led to her being able to buy the house, all of those things that were timing were important, but it was the action she took each time one of those things happened that made the difference. I mean, think about it. She could have canceled jumping out of the plane. She could have ignored my call or not looked for a job in Indy or been too scared to buy her son's house. But in each case, despite the difficult situation she was facing and that she felt some fear and uncertainty, she took action. And the other thing that I heard was how each action helped her to build confidence to take the next step. So here's a question for you. What action do you know you need to take where you're letting your fear keep you stuck? Here's another one. How would taking that action fuel your confidence that you can do things that scare you? One of my favorite questions that I love to throw out there for people and for myself is, when was the last time you did something for the first time? And if it's been a while, uh, that's a sign you're overdue. Now, to be clear, it doesn't have to be something as big as jumping out of an airplane. I know from personal experience, something that can make me feel fearful can be as small as needing to make a phone call that I just don't want to make. So regardless of what is causing the fear, taking action will help to diminish it. I have to say, I also love it that Julie was so effusive in her praise of our Women Growing on Purpose community. And she's absolutely right. This is such a phenomenal group of women who share their struggles, celebrate their successes, and they hold each other accountable for taking action. I'm just saying, if you're a woman listening to this who would love to have a community of like-minded, growth-focused women in your life, this is the place for you. You can read more about it on my website at amybarge.com forward slash W-G-O-P dash membership. We love to come alongside you and encourage you with your action steps. Hey, thanks again for listening today. Take a minute to rate, share this, write a review. Uh, that's a simple action that you can take that could help somebody else find this podcast. Until next week, I'm fearlessly yours, growing on purpose. Here's your great big woohoo for completing another episode of the Growing with Amy podcast. I want to encourage you, let something you heard nudge something you'll do. And until next time, remember, to be going somewhere, you've got to be growing somewhere. Bye for now.